So I think oh. it was just booting me because it was like, no. <laughs> Too many Zens. Yeah. Not enough cast. Not enough master. Who's like the master? Turn the who's the master caster? <laughs> the master caster. It's somebody who's really good at master casting. Exactly. Welcome to Brose. It's a wonderful day to play inside. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rosé. Um, on an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Ypsilanti, Michigan, it's Tim Hansen. <laughs> Why am I the only one who's not allowed to be in my own town? <laughs> Listen, man, I, I wouldn't disavow your hometown of Ypsilanti like that. I mean, if we're going hometown, it, it's going to be uh, here in uh, the Netherlands. But what part of Michigan is that in? The northern part. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, guys? What's new? Uh, a lot of stuff's new, I guess. It's uh, <laughs> raining a lot today. Rough deal. No, it was raining. Yeah, it was kind of cold at work. Yeah, it, it was, was raining. raining. It got really sunny out of nowhere at like 6.30 to 7. <laughs> and now it's raining again, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's sunny news. for you. That's bullshit. Yeah. I guess we'll move along then to uh, our normal show. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys. So uh, so let's, let's take it back behind the curtain a little bit here on the Brose podcast. So the last time that the four of us got together uh, and recorded a show, uh, in the very first session, we had a question about – uh, whether or not conventions and big public events should be canceling or pushing back uh, those events uh, in reaction to the novel coronavirus. And uh, we, we kind of were all over the place a little bit as far as our thoughts about the virus. We were like, okay, we should, you know, you know, better safe than sorry. If we can postpone this event, we should. But we we all seem to be like a little bit all over the place on how serious this actually would be in the United States. That was on March 7th. Uh, today is March the 23rd, and in the words of Ron Burgundy, whew, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Um, so we, as indicated in the intro, we are all reporting to you live from our individual bunkers uh, across the uh, the tri-state area, uh, and uh, we are on uh, different levels or different lengths of time that we have been inside uh, doing our social distancing. So uh, how are you guys uh, doing? I'm reading a book. I'm scared. Oh. oh, boy. It's over. <laughs> Game over, folks. Rich is reading a book. What book yeah. are you reading? Uh, it is called um, Batman The Ultimate Evil. Okay. Uh, I am almost halfway through. It's not a long book, but no. like, it's not a conventional Batman book. Mm -hmm. um, he's fighting like child predators and shit like that. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So you, you went real dark real quick. You went bat like <laughs> super gritty Batman after like what four days inside. That sounds uh, like year zero I, or something like that. I I started reading this on Friday, which was the beginning of my quarantine. So uh, it was immediate. Yeah. <laughs> Within hours, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> so um so we're recording. So by the time you're hearing this, we'll probably put this out later this week. 
Um, by the time you hear this, uh, just, you know, for those of you who've listened to the show for a while, you might know that we record our episodes three at a time. So by the time you hear this episode, 26.1 and 26.2, uh, at least will already be out. Uh, and episode 26.3 will be coming out in a couple days, which will really sound like it's in some sort of time warp or something like that. Um, but we, we just, with how quickly things have, have, accelerated and with how much has changed in the last two weeks we just decided it would be good if we got together and just sort of caught up and and sort of level set a little bit to see how everybody's doing um and also just try to inject like some degree of normalcy into what is really a a very not normal situation you know Mm -hmm. so and hopefully you know we obviously we want to do that for ourselves and hopefully we are able to do that for you guys as well um, just to do a podcast, have our normal fun, talk about what the hell's been happening, you know, get get real when we need to get real because, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear of the unknown right now. And I think in those situations, it's nice to have something that either takes your mind off of things for just a couple of minutes or just, in you know, makes you feel like things are not just cuckoo bananas for the first time in days. Yeah, truly, yeah. truly. Yeah. It's been a wild ride. Here's Here's something. One of the worst things that's happened. So I've been at home since last Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Not so. I all of last week I worked from home, and the Wednesday or Thursday before that was when I went home first. But um, yesterday, I accidentally shaved my beard off. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Hold on, take us through that real quick. How does yeah. one accidentally ac- do that? I grabbed. I grabbed my like the shape like I have a I I didn't use a razor I use the um mm-hmm. I have like a you know clippers a sh- I don't know what they're called yeah clippers <laughs> and so I put on I was gonna try gonna put on the seven millimeter uh head but I accidentally put on the one millimeter head and just went whoop and just with it's such gone. confidence such <laughs> confidence <laughs> two big old strokes right out yeah. the side and I was like well I looks like i have to commit to this then and so yeah so i accidentally shaved off my beard my daughter didn't recognize me for 25 minutes uh, and i don't recognize every time i look in the mirror i get like a little bit spooked yeah Yeah. i haven't not had a beard for as long as any of you've known me i don't think i think it's been college since i've seen you without facial hair of any kind and that Um, was almost 10 years ago it was a long, long time. I was picturing you like doing the complete wrong activity. Like after 20 minutes, Mary's like knocking on the bathroom door. Like, how's the, the toenail tripping and going in there, sweetie? And like, like oh, no. Toenail. Oh, crap. That's what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Sorry uh, that your daughter doesn't know who you are anymore. It's, it's really okay. Good. She gets used, she'll get used to it. And she'll go back out and she won't recognize me again. <laughs> keep doing that to her. Keep her on her toes. Yeah, keep her on her toes. Like next <laughs> day, Fu Man man holding me. be like, I want to thank both of my dads for being there <laughs> supporting me. <laughs> oh God. So uh, we're you're going a little loony being inside for a while. So, uh, but. Here's what we're going to do. We're, we, we all have thoughts on, on what's going on and, and different ways in which this is affecting us, which I think is going to come out naturally um, throughout the course of the show because we did get questions from you, the audience, uh, as we always do. Uh, is it, if this is your first time listening to The Brose Show, uh, may I congratulate you on your impeccable timing. <laughs> um, the premise of the show, Bing, hey. uh, is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, and we typically do it while drinking delicious glasses of rosé. 
Um, if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, whether it's uh, uh, COVID-19 related or not, uh, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. And of course, you can listen to our show on every major podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, and TuneIn, among others. Um, so this is kind of like a like a bunker cast a little bit, like we're all like huddled up together. So this is not really a bro. Uh, a, a proper brose you know this is not you know part of the main this is sort of like a spinoff um so we're we're not drinking rose tonight it was not a requirement that is um but uh but what are you all drinking tonight let me start with tim uh i am drinking new liberty's bloody butcher bourbon uh picked it up when at christmas village in center city philadelphia martha sent me off to go find a christmas present for family members, and I came back with a bottle of bourbon for myself. <laughs> uh, it's really Edible. good. It's a Philadelphia distillery. This is, I tried most of their line that they had sampling, and this is the one that jumped out at me as unique and delicious. So, Bloody mm. Butcher, it's like 50 bucks. Go get it. It's awesome. Nice. Awesome. I've never heard of that before. I'll have to give that a shot. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking tonight? So, uh, for this, uh, Bronus episode, I decided to, um, Bronus! uh, use the term brose to seriousness, and uh, I am drinking Citizen Cider's brose, nice. similar to what Goddamn Matt was fraud, drinking. copycat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really good. Find out what, uh, Matt said about it in episode 26.1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's very good. It's very good. Yeah, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah. Um, Sean, what are you drinking? I have cracked open my second bottle of Broversation, and it is just as good as the first one. It's solid, man. It has a really cool like grapefruit color. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love the color of that 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 rosé, man. It's so it's, good. It's a beautiful pure color. Like yeah. Yeah, very, I, very I also am drinking rosé specifically because, full disclosure, I have been sick for the past yes. five days. Yeah. With, fingers crossed, the flu. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. We'll that was one of those nervous texts because Sean told us on Saturday. I think we were planning on recording Friday? Am I, am I or Friday we or were, Saturday? We were. Yeah. And Thursday night I was when it hit the hardest. And it was really yeah. bad because that was when Mary and I were stocking up on groceries because – Everybody's going bananas, forgetting yep. that the supply chain is not even close to breaking down, and just like stop for food. It's for food in particular, yeah. So we like were just hard. like trying to buy groceries for our week, and mm-hmm. we were having a hard time. But Mary had to go out to two different grocery stores, and I'm like, people will run and hide if I show up like sweating and coughing. <laughs> so I need to not do that. Maybe you should <laughs> have gone. I say on the contrary, it might be actually work to your benefit. Yeah, but I. Uh, <laughs> Typhoid O'Brien over here just wheezing on people at Wegmans. <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, and Friday, Thursday night and Friday were brutal, and I've just kind of had lingering, and then every night I get like a little bit fevery. I I did. That was a the, the nervous text that I sent you the day after you told us you were sick. I just like it was the next day when I was just like, so um, how you uh like doing? Yeah. Uh, everything okay? <laughs> yeah, it's, it was all right. I think I so. More full disclosure, the reason I started working from home earlier than a lot of people, because a lot of people, I think this week was, well, this past week uh, was 
for a lot of people when every pretty much every company decided like if you can go home yeah um and i started a little bit earlier because a friend of ours worked with somebody who was at a conference with somebody who tested positive for coronavirus so it was like one step removed basically or one or two and so uh i had stayed home but then that weekend it was my dad's birthday and he we asked and we were like is it okay we like disclosed and we went over and then my aunt came over too with the two kids that she watches whose parents were both homesick with the flu so it was either the coronavirus or the flu uh i think it was the flu and mm-hmm. practice social distancing that's <laughs> yeah. the moral of this story somebody well, every- will get sick with something <laughs> This is this is the part where everybody's uncle chimes in and goes, "Well, really, it's the same thing." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh my Boom. god. Got him. Um, so I am drinking. Uh, I'm drinking a gin and tonic. Uh, I am drinking nice. Gordon's gin uh, with uh, Diet Wegman's brand tonic water because this is the life I've chosen. That's the move. Uh, That's yeah, the best. Diet, diet tonic water. Uh, which again, m- six months ago, if you had said, "Yeah, have a diet tonic water," I've been like, "You're fucking with me." There's no way that there needs to be diet tonic water. Turns out you do. Uh, so, like the Who's key the ingredient, the key, the key ingredient in tonic water that I cannot remember the name of now um, that gives it it's like, quinine. Yes, that's it, quinine. Um, that gives it the slight flavoring that like pairs well with gin and pairs well with a little bit of lime. Um, also, apparently, has some sort of caloric value. Uh, so, so, uh, this water, this diet water that I'm drinking, uh, to go with my Gordon's gin is, uh, is quite good. It's quite refreshing. Uh, would highly recommend when you're, uh, huddled up alone. And I have so much gin because, uh, my, a buddy of mine for our Christmas party brought over, he's like, yeah, I brought over a little gin for gin and tonic. And he had a handle of beef eater that he just has, I have <laughs> sitting in my, uh, in my liquor cabinet now. So I've, I've got plenty of gin to work through during the, uh, this, this, uh, uh, shelter period. Yeah. yeah, I I went out and bought three bottles of wine and a six pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm down to one beer. No, I'm not down. <laughs> down to one beer. Give me a break. <laughs> no, I still have it all. I'm like I'm saving these for very rough days. Sure, sure, yeah. and, and and they may come. Who knows? Um, yeah. Now, now, Mister O'Brien, uh, you have compiled. Uh, we or excuse me, Mary O'Brien, uh, our our. our dear friend uh and to you more than a dear friend yes. uh has compiled uh our questions for us and you have them in uh in your email uh and and uh and the, some of them are coronavirus related i i would imagine i would imagine that's it's pretty big on a lot of our minds and i think this is the best time to address them as a because i would like i would like to con- to continue to record regular brosés as we do but for i sure. think those should be mostly escapism <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we could cataclysmic events. We get serious sometimes, but this is a very serious situation that we all find ourselves in. So and I it's think dominated that... every aspect of life. Like you can't yeah. get distracted by anything because half the stuff that you use to get distracted, like sporting events or concerts or something like that, you can't. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't go to a sporting event right now because of the the coronavirus. Yeah. That's why I'm reading the darkest Batman book ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mr. O'Brien, uh, what is our first question? I'll leave it up to your discretion here. Our first question is, are you working from home? And what does your work from home setup look like? So uh, two what's, questions, but related. Uh, Sean, do you want to go first? You've, got, you're, you've had a little more time to set your, your, your shtick up over there. Well, yeah, so I am working from home 
unfortunately, uh, our office uses a kind of um, a virtual desktop situation, uh, but they requisitioned me a laptop right before I got told to go home because I might have the coronavirus. So like the day before I was told to leave, they said they asked for a laptop. So I didn't get to get that laptop. So I have to work in a very antiquated and glitchy, constantly kicking me off situation, but I'm just on my laptop. I'm allowed to go get a second monitor from work if I want to. But right now I'm just working in my living room uh, with my wife, who's also working from home in the living room. And we alternate right now. We alternate um, working and taking care of our baby. So I'll do work and Mary will feed Alice and play with her for a little bit. And then I'll take Alice and play with her for a little bit while so Mary can work and then we'll put her to bed and then we'll both work and then I'll get her and then Mary will work. And that's just kind of, we have this kind of relay going back and forth. Uh, and it's, it is difficult, but it's what we got to do, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. sucks. Like we just, but it's also nice. I don't have to put on, I don't have to get dressed really. You know, I wear like comfy clothes, some like basketball shorts and a t-shirt, put on a blanket if I'm cold and just snuggle mm-hmm. up and file some, you know, 24 F2s or whatever. <laughs> yeah, baby. 24 F2s don't, there, there's no sleep for the 24 F2. There, there is, there, there's a little bit of sleep because the SEC gave uh, relief for everybody because yeah. they're like, it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's interesting because I primarily work with I work with um on business uh, for small business clients, and we we see a lot of business tax returns. And in my area, the busiest time of the year is the second and third quarter of the year because that's when right after all the business tax returns are filed, which is when we do most of our work. And uh, I would imagine that's getting pushed back a little bit as well because the the federal tax filing date has been pushed back significantly. Yeah. Um. So I I am also working from home. Um, which, uh, frankly, I, I, I'm, I consider myself pretty lucky that I've got that flexibility. Um, I, I, my setup right now is as follows. I have the office upstairs where we record our podcast. And in fact, the first day I hadn't like set everything up yet because it was the day before I got a call from my boss and said, Hey, we're working from home until mid April. So, uh, I had not cleaned out the office from the last time that the four of us recorded. And so I was like bumping into microphones. Like I knocked over the bell. Like it was, it was a real, it was a real mess. Um, finally got straightened up to the point. So I've got, uh, my laptop, I've got a second monitor plugged into it. And then my, our desktop, my desktop is also up here. So I have my, my normal work setup of my laptop and my second monitor. And then I have my screwing around because I'm bored set up, which is I just shift to the other computer and the monitor right behind my laptop <laughs> to go like, you know, do like an NFL mock draft or something like that. Uh, so, uh, so that's my setup now. I, I do not, I'm, pretty much alone in the house except for my two cats. My, my wife uh, is considered essential personnel. She's a clinical pharmacist at a hospital in Philadelphia. And so she can't not go to work. Uh, she, is, she has actually been provided a letter uh, that allows her to uh, go across the bridge. And if the police stop her, um, she can show them this letter to show that she's essential personnel. Um, but in her words, quote, I'm thinking about just hiding the letter and getting arrested the next time. <laughs> uh, I get stopped by the cops. It's just so sick uh, having to go into work so much. Um, but so that's my setup now. It's, it's pretty straightforward. I've got a little headset for for conference calls and everything like that. Um, but I do have to shut the door to my office because uh, the cats are typically not allowed in our office and they consider it a jungle gym. And I will if I leave the door open, they will crawl on my laptop 
type an email to a relationship manager and get me fired. <laughs> that would the be way the greatest reason to get fired. Jojo, goddammit. <laughs> Hi, Victoria. This was that. Thank you for your partnership, Matthew Casnell. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so, 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 Tim, you are not working from home right now. Uh, no, my company has decided that somehow, uh, even though we more or less manufacture debt, that we are essential to life. Yeah, uh, I can see that. <laughs> so I have a, I have a, I have a similar letter um, from my company, which is on company letterhead, mm-hmm. and. They literally sent out an email and a text message and a phone call at quarter after 10 at night last week, more or less saying, hey, we know you got this thing. We know everyone saw Governor Tom Wolf's thing about life essential businesses. That doesn't mean anything to us. And you should expect to go to work. And then they're claiming. So essentially, my company makes my site specifically makes credit cards, debit cards and government IDs. So the claim is that we are a plastics manufacturer because we use plastic to make credit cards. Not really the intent of that, but whatever. Uh, we are a chemical manufacturer, which we absolutely are not. We utilize chemicals, but that's also not what that is supposed to be for. Uh, and then we are activities related to credit remediation, which isn't really... Credit remediation is like one of those things, but they're arguing that because we supply them, with the physical cards, which all of these companies more or less bank and like hold on to and stock up on. And then these things won't actually see a customer for at least a year plus. Hmm. Um, but they argue that somehow we are directly related to credit remediation. And then the other one is about us supplying, uh, being crucial to government security because we make government IDs. And it's like, that's cool. We don't have any orders going out for government IDs for at least a month. <laughs> Hmm. This is like a hairdresser trying to keep their their salon open because they once cut a doctor's hair. Yeah, like, no, no. <laughs> see, supporting essential personnel. Yeah. So, like yeah. my my job specifically, I can kind of work from home. Like as long as there's no physical complaints that I have to look at, I probably can work from home. But because there is no direct reason for me to work from home yet, they still have me come in every day. Now, how about now? How about you, Rich? Because you, you've had uh, some 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 changes in your uh, in what you're being expected of you. At, at your job. So, so um, yeah, with New Jersey, we got the uh, statement from the governor on what Saturday, saying pretty much all non-essential stay at home. Stop it. Stay at home. Stop it. Um, yeah. yeah, my office and management decided to not figure things out. And so today I got paid to stay at home by the company. And tomorrow they're expecting me to use my PTO time. Hmm. Well, yeah. So I, you, you had mentioned this earlier in our group chat. Yeah. Because we are, as we have, we claim every, very frequently, we are friends outside of this. (laughs) What? Uh, that is a very popular claim that we make, <laughs> but um, that is like it, it, this. This is one of those things that, like, I you, it is it is completely valid to be upset by this because that does suck that they're making yeah. you do that. But I think it's also important that we mention that, like, we also recognize that there are people who have lost their jobs 
and don't have the like aren't or aren't able to take PTO because they don't have it. You know, like yeah. minimum wage like, workers. That's not an option. Like you don't have PTO. Mm-hmm. You're just SOL until this blows over, and then really fucking blows. Yeah, I think that's I, key. I, There's an air of relativity to all of this. Like, yeah, I, you it, know, does, it does I not think, invalidate that that sucks. It does yeah. not invalidate that having to, that being forced to take PTO or not get paid. That still yeah. sucks. Yeah, like, 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 that's I, a shitty thing for your company to do. I, I acknowledge that is a relatively privileged complaint to have. Yes, it's like oh, I have to use my time off to get paid, but it's also like my in the industry I work in is foreclosure, real estate mm-hmm. foreclosure primarily. We're we're actually getting hit really hard because there's no foreclosures allowed. There's all all state comp- state buildings are closed and shut down. Courthouses are closed. Sheriff sales are closed. Nothing's going on in the state of New Jersey. So it's like, yeah, we don't have any work. And at the moment, they're trying to figure out whether or not we're even going to stay open beyond this week. Hmm. So I was able to... A lot of influx. Yeah, I was able to talk to my supervisor and I'm getting ability to finish the work that I have, but I might not have a job come Friday afternoon. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, that, that's it's, rough. It's yeah. really rough, and, and unfortunately, it's it's something that's not uncommon uh, in, in general over the the past couple of months. As businesses try to figure out, yeah, you know, what's what's the path forward? What's you know, what's the logical next step for us? Um, and for a lot of of small businesses, especially, you know, you shutter business for two months or or even you know f- four weeks or something like that. There's a lot of businesses that simply don't have the balance sheet or the capital that they can, you know, that they can survive that long. And it's not just, you know, the, you know, the, the entertainment stuff like the restaurants and everything like that, although they're, they're getting hit hard. It's, you know, it, you know, there's, there's construction businesses that have jobs that are just, you know, you can't, they can't complete their work right now yeah. because if I'm not mistaken, construction jobs are not exempt from all these orders. So a lot of those kind of jobs, a lot of the, you know, day laborers or, or a lot of people who work in those companies, the general contractors, you know, don't have the, the capital to go forward. And it's a, it's a real shame because the economy's coming to a grinding halt. Yeah. And it, like when we talked about this on episode 26.1, I was like, well, I should be good because I'm of the industry I'm in. But at this point, the, we, we're either shutting down for two months and they might call us back when everything opens back up. Or they might just shut down the entire company, and we don't know. But I, I, I live with my sister, and I also work with my sister. And me and her have been talking. We would just rather them, like, pull the bandaid off now, than like have this slow burn of a week's wait to try to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's like, it's the fear of the unknown. Like it's yeah. it's like if it's gonna be great, let me know. If it's gonna be bad, let me know. Just yeah. let me know. It's and it's there. There's just absolute no transparency towards what's going on and they haven't been saying basically anything to us so at this point i'm in complete limbo but at least i'm getting the ability to try to make the company a little bit more money to uh provide my valuability to them i guess Mm -hmm. so that maybe i can get a job back if they open back up now obviously it would be terrible if, if you were you know if, if this the business goes under and you you find yourself not working for for some period of time even if it's a short period of time um how much of that batman book do you think you'll be finished though if you have 
a bunch of time off in order to complete it? And would that offset any potential economic anxiety if you then know how the book ends? Um, the book will be done within two days if I were to ha- not have a job. Uh, <laughs> wow. And, and I, would, it. I would be uh, scrounging through my house to find any other books I may have, which I have a handful that I can read. A handful. Um, a handful. Not too many. <laughs> I have several. Uh, I have several couples of books. I don't want to get too far into this because it's potentially a question, but my sister went out and bought puzzles. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, But yeah, yeah, right now I'm not working from home Mm -hmm. and uh, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, it's it, it's varying levels. Like, obviously, you know, if you're going into the office and, and they're making you come in and there's this all this, you know, anxiety in the air about who's got the the illness and who doesn't, you know, that's a bad thing. If you're working from home and you're just stuck inside and, you know, your only interaction is like, OK, you can talk to your coworkers through a headset or something like that. You know, that's a negative if you're if you're at home and you're cooped up inside and, you know, everybody in your house is going stir crazy along with you. That's also a negative. Like there's there's varying degrees of of how this can drive you crazy and it's just you know trying to make the best of the best of a a less than ideal situation yeah 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 me me and my sister have already gotten into two small arguments um and we've also apologized to each other for them (laughs) hold on what was that (laughs) that was me were you just were you snarling were you snoring what was that (laughs) snarl no, t- hold on. Wait a minute. I'm not letting this one go. <laughs> this Tim hasn't talked for like 45 for minutes and still he's just like <sighs> I don't know. It's hey, like a good idea me. at the time. Uh, <laughs> um, let's Jesus. It's the old bourbon snarl. Yeah, the old bourbon <laughs> snarl. Is that a thing? <laughs> Um, what do we got? What's our next question, Sean? Maybe we can uh, we can move to a different angle on this. Yes, we can. Uh, the next question is: How much toilet paper do you currently have in your possession? Okay. Um. So we have, I think, two packs right now. We were out the week that this all started going down. Wild. And it was like we had like a roll left for the rest of the house. And it was already on the list. Like we were just proceeding as usual. Like, you know, Hey, I'm going to go to the store, get like a family size pack of toilet paper. And then of course I go to the store on Thursday, the week that everything starts going down. This is the week that like the NBA shuts down. Trump gives his address to the nation, all that good stuff. And that Thursday, I nearly every paper product in Wegmans is just gone. Um, so I decided to try again, Friday, nothing. And then Saturday, um, my, I went out to Walmart just to give it a shot. Nothing there. But my wife texted me and said, hey, my mom says that Home Depot might have some. And sure enough, Home Depot had like a dozen packs left and I got two of them. Um, I was I was hes- I was I was waffling on the second one. Um, and I was just waffling the second one because I'm like, oh, my God, like I don't want to be the guy who takes all the paper, you know, the toilet paper. There are the people who might need this and everything like that. And then my, my second thought was, well, if this legitimately does go down, we might be out of this specific product it was less a reaction to the the virus as it was a reaction to everybody else going crazy um just like the concern that like okay we may legitimately run out of this so i got a second one i think that ultimately gets us to like 20 rolls which will will ultimately get us through like uh one month because i'm a machine um (laughs) so uh what about you guys how much toilet paper do you guys have uh so i just texted my housemates we have 10 rolls of toilet paper that's a good amount 
Um, that should last us a. I think we usually go like a roll to a roll and a half every week or so. Um, so we should be good for about two months. Um, but I have set a one poop a day limit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make a tough decision sometimes. And, and when I, after I set that limit, my sister's fiance turned around and was like, dude, I just bought this giant barrel of cheese balls. You really think I'm going to shit once today? You all remember when FDR, when he was talking That's about rationing during the war, and he was like, and mine and our citizens must shit once a day. Or the Axis will win. <laughs> Look, since, since I'm going into work tomorrow, I'm shitting at work to save the toilet paper at home. Was I saying, uh, boss gets a dollar, I get the dime. That's why I shit on company time. Exactly. I love that with yeah. Elmo just like dancing on a toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tim, how much toilet paper do you have? Uh, we currently have eight and a half rolls. Um, when this all kind of hit the fan, like a week, two weeks ago, at least for PA, um, I think we had five rolls. And it's like, eh, I mean, people will simmer the fuck down. And then finally, there will be toilet paper. But there's no reason for us to lose our minds now. And then we got down to two rolls. And I was like, so I haven't seen any toilet paper in the like <laughs> six stores I've gone to in the last... 72 hours yeah uh we might have Luckily, a problem you, you could buy some on amazon for the low low cost of 399 dollars <laughs> and it'll get here at the end of april that is what my mom is currently waiting for so yeah yeah they have regular um, regular shipping on amazon is like a month at yeah. minimum and it's coming from they also, China. They also just recently announced that they're reprioritizing their shipments so yeah. like at least with their third party like anybody who sells on amazon that's not amazon uh, they're getting their their shipments of those are getting uh, pushed down the list for like medical supplies and things like that. Yeah, which so it could good. be a good long while, yeah. which is fine. But, yeah, listen, yeah. like listen, that's that's the decision they got to make. But it also means that Tim's toilet paper isn't coming until like 2021. <laughs> yeah, so so we're on our la- last like half roll of normal toilet paper. And Friday, Friday, Martha went to Shady Maple with her dad for like groceries and stuff um, because normal vegetables around here are just non-existent at this point uh mm. and, she, and she wanted to make a vegetarian chili and uh she picked up uh wheat based toilet paper that I we have not that. tried yet but i hope it doesn't rip my asshole apart i mean it's probably wheat. not super super soft but no it and would Richie pro- couldn't use it. Yeah, it would probably <laughs> rip my asshole apart. Not a cysts <laughs> all over his ass trying to wipe his ass with it. Oh, God. Why does my stomach hurt? Oh, I write my ass at Tim's <laughs> Oh, boy. It worked its way all the way back up. <laughs> Rough deal. Uh, well, I have a lot of questions about that, but let's move on to Sean. Uh, I think I have about 20 rolls, and we bought it from Grove online. And I think they are they are rationing it. Like you can't just bulk buy. You can't buy like fifty packs. Mm-hmm. I think we bought like five packs of toilet paper because it doesn't go bad. So even though I am certain that for well, I don't know why people decided toilet paper was the thing to hoard, but I it's gonna like it's gonna kind of equal out. Could be a big and, bounty conspiracy or uh, or Charmin. Yeah, yeah. So we bought we we have enough. But also, everyone listening to this and you three guys. Get fucking bidets. I cannot. <laughs> Dude, bidets are roaring back as a result listen, of this whole thing. Listen, guys, I cannot <laughs> tell you how much less toilet paper I use. It's one and done every time. I don't have to worry about like the you know the no wipers. 
every single poop. One done. Bidets are the way to go. You'll save so much goddamn money. I I, I don't disagree with you, but I also think in a country where our president just basically blamed Europe for not handling this virus appropriately, we're not going to get bidets to happen in the near future. <laughs> Listen, with all the pull that the Brose podcast has, bidets, bidets are the official ass cleaning method of the Brose podcast. I'm on board with this. I'm easily clearing our last uh, ass cleaning method, which was wheat-based toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a joke gift that Mary got for me for Christmas. She's like, "This will be funny," and it has legitimately it's the best thing we've got. God, it's so good. <laughs> Everyone loves it. Get a bidet. I cannot recommend them highly enough. I my parents were almost in a similar situation as you, Matt, where they ran out of toilet paper when it all started. Yeah, I almost got them a bidet. Just be like, here, you're set now. <laughs> it's more economical, too. If you yeah. want to be a weirdo, also, I've heard that people who are really, really concerned about conservation will also get, like, a bunch of microfiber towels and and put them oh. next as, as, like, because you only have to use them once, you use them, you put them in a hamper and, and like, just cycle them out. Psych. That, that, that's weird to me. But if you wanted, but like if there was a toilet paper shortage for the foreseeable future, you mm-hmm. could go with that method. But regardless, get a fucking I, bidet, everyone. I would rather <laughs> just hop in the fucking shower. Yeah. At that truly. point. What, what's the weirdest thing you guys have seen like out of stock at the store? Like there are some things that make sense. Obviously, everybody goes for like bread and milk and all that stuff. What's the weirdest thing that you've seen just the, the store be fresh out of? Oh, vegetable oil. Yeah, all the, all the oils are gone. I had to get canola oil today because they had no vegetable oil. Yeah, that's wild. How about you they guys? Were, Anything weird? They're out of every – like it's extremely hard to find meat substitutes and also any non-dairy milks because I I don't drink cow's milk just because it, it kind of grosses me out for reasons that I don't understand. I used to like it. I don't anymore. But like it's not like an ethical thing. I just don't like it and yeah. we couldn't find any for until for like a week and a half like i didn't you, you can come out to the, the store by my house and they still have a bunch of almond milk because i guess even like a global pandemic can't stop these yuppies from drinking uh like regular whole milk yeah uh, but uh but yeah no they, they, that, that's been limited as well uh tim any, anything strange that you've seen be fresh out of i'd probably just say oil like everything else seems pretty like oh we should get this because it'll last a while oh no it's gone because everyone yeah. else thought of it first yeah, yeah. I, I was shocked. There are a ton of paper towels, um, but the, the, the cooking oil thing shocked me. Um, <laughs> the, the, the funniest thing that I saw, uh, Rich, you may, you may appreciate this. Uh, I went to get pasta. I was just going to get a, like a box of pasta or something like that. And all of the pasta was gone except for the following. One, manicotti. <laughs> uh, two, uh, like a lasagna pasta. And three, like all of the Wegmans, like quinoa and black bean pasta. Because, again, even a pandemic cannot get these people to go eat, like, gluten-free pasta. Dude, I've had so much pasta because that's all I could buy right now because everything else is gone. Rice is gone. Everything. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. wild, man. It's wild. Um, Sean, what what do we got as another question? How how many questions do we have, actually? Uh, We have uh, two, three, four, five. Six. We have seven Six or eight. Seven or eight more, or seven or eight total. More. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay, oh, let's uh, let's let's keep going. Let's burn. Uh. Okay. What 
have you done to avoid cabin fever while social distancing? What are your social distancing hobbies? <laughs> well, aside from reading like depressing Batman <laughs> books where he beats the hell out of pedophiles, what have it's you been? Really good. What have you been doing, Rich? <laughs> Uh, so, um, I started playing The Sims a while back, mm. so if I don't have a good life, at least my virtual self will have a good life. There you go. Um, and I also just got Animal Crossing on Friday, mm. so, uh, I live on an island paradise, at least in that. <laughs> <laughs> Swaying palm trees and everything. Yeah, um, besides that, I went for a walk today and I walked to ShopRite, and it's actually not that busy right now. So it was at like one thirty, two o'clock. It was it wasn't a bad time to go. Alright. Alright. I, I finally I think I might have video gamed myself out this weekend because I had a lot of Madden going on. Uh Sean and I are in a Madden league that had a lot of stuff happening over the weekend. Like we did our draft, we had a bunch of games and everything, free agency. Um so I was playing that for a while, and then I also have a Madden franchise with my father. Um, and so I was doing that. So I was playing Matt on the PS4 and then I go upstairs and play Matt on the PS3. And finally by like Sunday night, I'm like, boy, of me, of all people, I'm like, dude, I don't know if I care about football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I've, I've done everything I could possibly do in one weekend. So I'm tapped out on that, but I think it's, it's sort of, you come up the way I've, I've, I've circumvented it and avoided coming up with cabin fever is sort of like treat my, especially cause I'm working from home, treat your work day kind of like a work day. Like it's tempting to like, you know, for me to just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to eat junk because the junk is the easiest thing to come by and I'm just going to, you know, sit in my sweatpants or whatever and barely be functioning. Um, but like I, I still like I get up, I get dressed like I'm going into the office. Um, I, I this week I made all the food that I normally would for like my lunch prep and everything like that. And, and you sort of act like you're just at the office, but you're in the house a little. And that that helps with at least my work day. And then on my off hours, just, you know, think of, like plan it out. Like that could be your fun thing is being like, okay, here's a bunch of new stuff that I've always wanted to try, uh, but can't, maybe it's learning a new song or new instrument or something. Maybe it's, you know, reading a bunch of books, like, or, or if you have a TV, if you have streaming services, instead of just, you know, binging old shows, find like an old, like classic that you've always been meaning to watch, like breaking bad or, you know, or mad men or something. And going through that, like pick something new to do. Is yeah, what I, I, also, I also started watching Altered Carbon. Okay. And and I thought about either texting you or your brother, Matt, and uh, seeing if one of you guys could just, like, help me learn the bass since I've had it for a year and a half <laughs> and never really touched it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's, it's, this is the time to do it. Yeah. This is the time yeah. to, like, yeah, I, I talked yesterday to my wife about we. I have an old Yamaha keyboard in my, in my, uh, in our crawl space, and I haven't played the piano for, for a years and i'm like yeah i can bring that out you know start learning the piano again and and you know freshen things up and you know just anything to keep it from just being a, a slog because you know working a normal job and and having a normal life can wind up becoming repetitive as it is let alone when you don't leave the house yeah um what about you tim what have you been doing to try and avoid uh cabin fever i mean i've been going to work every day so that hasn't really mm -hmm. been an issue but uh mm -hmm. I mean, Martha's just been calling people and like FaceTiming people. And on Saturday, um, she did a Google Hangout call and we played Jackbox with a couple of her friends. So mm -hmm. that's that's good. 
I'm about to re-download Steam onto my laptop and hope that oh, tabletop, yeah. tabletop Gamer works because then I can play with Catan with people online. Ooh. Nice. I've always wanted to play Catan. If you get back into it, get rope me in because I've always wanted to play. Catan I mean, do you, so do you have Steam? I do. Uh, I think tabletop is like 20 bucks. So if you are willing to pay Ooh. that 20 bucks, then uh, <laughs> I am absolutely going to play with you. Ooh, are tabletop we... simulator? Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I will I will download that to play with you guys. Are we going to have a Brose Sellers of Catan match? Yep. <laughs> okay, we'll have to set this up later this week. I, I've Beautiful. played at least 30 games of Catan, and I only won my first game over the weekend. Oh, and wow. I'm pretty sure it's because Martha just decided she was not going to attack me the entire time. <laughs> uh, Sean, what, what have you been doing uh, as far as keeping the, uh, the, the insanity at bay? Well, I would I would agree that having when you're working from home, having a schedule similar to your regular work schedule is very important to not get kind of lulled into this weird kind of surreal. Nothing is real and nothing matters. Yeah. Blase attitude like to, to basically to ward off depression, you should keep a schedule. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been sick for the last while, so I haven't done that much like after the kids go to sleep i'm i'm out like i take some nyquil and i go to sleep um but i've i don't know i've been playing a lot of i i bought on humble bundle recently i bought the game slay the spire which is a um it's like a it's a video game but it's also like a card game and it's a roguelike so it's different every time it's very good i'd recommend it super replayable it takes Mm -hmm. like each like run takes like 10 or 15 minutes. So it's like, it's one of those things that you just like play for a long time. And you're like, okay, I'm done. And a roguelike is, is the game where like, if you die, you die. Like that's, well, it's yeah, one you and die and you like, but it's also when you start a new game, it's always has, it has a bunch of elements that are the same, but the, the order is always different. And the, so it's never the same. It's not like playing Mario where the first yeah. level is the first level of Mario. Right. It's, it's very good. So it's, I would recommend a game like that where you can play a bunch and then you can kind of like swear off of it because that's good in between the binging things because it's very right. easy to get burnout on binging stuff. You're like, I watched 50 episodes of The Office. What am I going to oh do? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slog, man. It's a it's slog. Hard, but yeah. I don't know. And now now most out, outdoor activities are closed. And that, that was... I it it really sucks because mm-hmm. this happened right after I got into a really good place. <laughs> like I I started to take medication for uh my depression and anxiety and so mm-hmm. I was feeling really good and I got I started get I got into I got really into disc golf cuz I'm super white and I <laughs> but it was like a really good like it was very meditative for me. I go out by myself and just do this one thing. And so I was in a really good mental place. And then it's just like, hey, how about we take all of that? I'm still taking my meds, so that's good. But like, yeah. but like, it's like the the other, like the, it was being outside. Let's make it alone. impossible to do yeah. all the other good stuff that you were yeah. doing. <laughs> let's, just, let's just put the kibosh on that and yeah. have to like change all of your shit around. Like I was in such a good rhythm. And now mm-hmm. it's like, now you got to figure out a new good rhythm. So it's it's Man. hard. It's it's just, you know, it's rough. It's, I was it, thinking, I think it was. On Thursday or Friday of last week, I, I went for a jog outside for the first time in a while. Um, I should say first time it was it was it, it had been like a week since I got to run outside, but 
you know, I've been inside all week, you know, the, you know, the, the weather wasn't phenomenal, you know, it was, it was a little bit chilly and, you know, we're just stuck inside all day. And so I went outside for, for just a, a real short yog and, uh, and it was like, <laughs> oh my God, I feel incredible. I was like, you know, like I was bounding, like I was, I was running faster than usual. I'm like, oh my God, this is the sun. This is what it's like to have the sun on your skin. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Like it's, it's, it really is, you know, when you yeah. give your body like the baseline level of, of what you've been missing, it's, it's really something. Um, yeah, I've yeah, been, um, go I've ahead, been go trying ahead. to go out jogging too, but today it was rainy yesterday. I have no excuse, but today it was raining all day. And I was like, well, I'm not going jogging now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, uh, it's, it's going to be. Everybody's body is going to change a lot uh, during this process. No shame in the game. Like this is yeah. not, no. you know, if you want to use this as the time to like, if you've got like a set of weights at home or you've got a way to keep in shape at home where you don't have to go to a gym or something like that. And that's the way you want to occupy your time by sort of transforming your body. More power to you. Amen. Um, but if you're not able to, or just not up for it and the way that you occupy your time does not involve that kind of physical activity and you come out of this, you know, a couple extra libs on the, on the scale, uh, fine. You know, this is not the number one priority right now. Like keep yourself yeah. healthy. Yeah. You know, keep yourself healthy to avoid, you know, catching, catching the virus or, or keeping your immune system as, as strong as possible. Uh, but yeah, don't, don't sweat like coming out of this, like 20 pounds heavier or something like yeah. that. Uh, what is our, what's our next question, Sean? Oh, I'm sorry. I, did you have another point? I am. So this is a great time to learn new, 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 like learn new skills. I'm, I'm, I think now I'm just think like listening to all you guys, I'm going to learn how to ride my unicycle. That's my goal right now. Yes. That gives me a good goal. I have my unicycle right. I got for Christmas. I'm going to learn how to ride it. I got, I yeah. only forgot as far as one full rotation. And that's that's where I am right now. So I'm going to learn how to actually ride my freaking unicycle. This is going to be <laughs> so great. Yeah, I'm just going to roll up to every single party on my unicycle, and no one will like me anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll love uh, you even more, Sean. Uh, thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> do you know? Do you guys know what time it is? Uh, is it? Can we do a road show, show from here? It is road show time, baby. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> open addendum one and describe the photo to the listeners, and everyone needs to determine one what the name of the object is, two what the use of it is, and three an appraisal value. All right, Mr. O'Brien, we've got the picture. Uh, describe for us what exactly we are looking at here. So we are looking at initially, I thought they were pennies, but then it's they on they almost look so, like spices. They do, and the they're it's a it looks like eighteen is it's a, well it's a picture of eighteen little orange. They look like I don't even I I honestly <laughs> this is so difficult. It looks like a coin collection. I think but I got around it. each of them. Set it right. says Materia Medica Regimen Park and Park Davis and Co. Tim, what do you what, what do you what are you thinking? Yeah, it says Detroit something. I'm pretty sure this is like a sale, a like traveling sales thing for what used to be, I guess like not not chemist, but like uh, but also not a pharmacist. Like whatever that interim thing is, is like mostly bullshit. <laughs> so I was like, so thinking it, of snake oil sales. Yeah, snake Correct. oil. Tech. 
but it's like yeah. here this this individual thing and it, it's just like these are all the different elements and all the different things that they sell because the one definitely looks like it's just a rock where yeah. some of the others look like there's a big spicy. there's a big old rock in the middle of this yeah, yeah you got and then the rest look like <laughs> suck on this rock it'll fix it yeah dude one on the bottom looks like peppercorn like it looks like the stuff you'd find yeah. in like a peppercorn grinder mm-hmm. yeah, yeah totally so um, I think I think it's like a walking catalog of like these are the different things we sell or these are things that we can sell to pharmacies or something along those lines. I think yes. you're on the right track with this. One just uh, has the number fifty five in it. Fifty five. Fifty five. They're all la- yeah. So the there's another one that says forty one on it. I would bet these correspond right. with like if they had like a almost like a menu or like an order sheet or something like that. Um, I would bet Tim's on the right track with this. Like, this is like some like Harold Hill of the fake medicine community who's like yeah. going around like, yeah, see here, your your boys band needs this nice rock in the middle here, and it's gonna solve all your problems. We're <laughs> <laughs> really focusing on that one rock. <laughs> it's the your weirdest band, thing no, in there. Be, it is. Those clarinets will sing, will sing like the thousand choirs with this nice rock. Um, so yeah, I think that's. It sounds like a Park Davidson company does sound like a bullshit like traveling salesman kind of company. So I, I'm I'm gonna go with Tim on this. This is like the sampler catalog that you bring around, especially with the numbers on each of these little uh, glass inserts here. Um, I I couldn't even begin to guess what this is worth. Uh, I, I'll go with two thousand dollars. Hmm. I think it's the display case for an actual pharmacy. Like I think mm. it's. I don't think it's snake oil. I think this. These are the ingredients to actual medications. Or at least as actual as they would have existed at this time, which seems to, mm-hmm. I would say like it looks like 1800s or mm-hmm. early early 1900s. So, uh, okay. I'm uh, that, so I think it's real. So I'm going to go against you and say I think it's real things, and I'm going to say this is worth because everything you can like see everything, so it's still like stuff in there. I'm going to say it's like worth like $5,000. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go a single grand. Okay. One individual grand. <laughs> Uno grande. <laughs> what about you, Rich? Right, not what that so means. <laughs> Uno grande. The, one of them you can read very well says Materia Medica Specimen. So I think. Okay. And this might be crazy. It's Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Maybe. No. Na, 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 They're like potentially like viruses, actually. And the images are like illustrated ideas of what the viruses may be or may do. Like for <laughs> instance, the rock. Like the rock. Is a I admire rock. your the your rock, willingness to think outside the box on this. The rock could be a kidney stone. Oh, it's too. And the one underneath round. it with all the peppercorns is just a bunch of kidney stones. May, who knows? It's just eighteen kidney um, stones. But I, that's what I'm saying. It's like specimens of a sure. virus or of a illness of some sort. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna go about ten G's. Okay. So okay. I, wow. I we have we have a uh, we do have an answer key yeah. with a transcript. Ooh, okay. And I can let's see if I send you guys. Oh, that's is that is that able to be read? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about I'm I'll do one of these. Sean, 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 you and I haven't done one of these in a while. Um, <laughs> That's true. That's true. How about do you um, be the appraiser or the guest? I'll be the appraiser. Um, let me just take a second to to pull up the full message. Uh, okay. So, it, go. I, so I, I happened to catch the end of this, and mm. I the thought crossed my mind as a as a passing like it was just a moment of thought and i was like i think i know what this 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 looks like something but i was mm-hmm. like it can't be that because it's so old but anyway all right so proceed we're gonna be guest and appraiser here on the antiques roadshow guessing game it's been in my family for only about 30 years it was given my grandmother by a gentleman who apparently had an uncle who was a doctor Mm-hmm. and he was going through all the tins and use the box of storage this is a student's cabinet made by the Park Davis Company. Mm-hmm. It was still a business today, uh, probably made around the turn of the century, 1890, 1900. And it is, going by the list here, little sample tins, and they're handsome little tins, of various medical roots, medical herbs, and all kinds of natural remedies. And then there are more in the drawers, correct? Yep. All right, so we have a whole drawer here. And then this drawer full, and even this drawer, oh my goodness, look at that. And they they get bigger as they go down. <laughs> and it's a graduated set. And, and the fact that it survived is amazing. Uh, I've seen these tins from time to time at flea markets, in boxes, in medical bags, and they're worth, on their own, $5, $10, $20 each. Depends upon the condition. I've never seen, uh, how many of them? 288. All in very good condition, with few exceptions. And they're mostly full, aren't they? Except for three. Except for three. And what ones are missing? Do you remember? I don't I don't know the other two, but I know one was Cannabis Sativa, which my older <laughs> brother got to. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Your brother got to the cannabis. We won't go there. <laughs> they smell beautiful. I feel like I'm in an exotic spice shop. <laughs> because it's a complete excellent condition. Uh, I would give a rough guesstimate of 5,000 to 7,000 for the whole kit and caboodle. Cool! <laughs> great, thing, great thing to find in the trash. Yes. <laughs> and a seed. So, so it sounds like this is a whole like cabinet kind of thing, whereas I thought it was just like a single tray. It, it seems like it's just a, yeah. it's, it's a, a picture of just the tray. But I, I guess it, there's no way you can down. picture 288 of these in yeah. a single camera shot. But um, I was looking, whew. it was like, it looks like weed. And I just thought of it for like a second, like the one in the bottom middle kind of looks like weed. And I was like, ah, is that weed? And then I was like, nah, it's old. <laughs> so five to 7,000. So Sean, you had five grand exactly, right? I did. Out of way. Out of way. And, and we were kind of like, it had the general gist of what this was going to be. Like we were, we were sort of all headed down that path, um, except for possibly Rich, uh, who I, I do... <laughs> I do give you a ton of credit for for going way out outside the box in this one and thinking that it's the picture of the viruses. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well the, the rock, the rock just got me. I think. Wait, what did what did you say it was, Matt? Uh, I said it was the same thing as Tim. I, I thought okay, Tim was so on the right. Track. It was like sampler. You two were, were the most right. It it was real, but it was a sample box. Yeah, it's because yeah, it's wild. Because I I did say it start with snake oil, but then it was like, or maybe it is for selling to. Mm. a pharmacy like it's a catalog of some sort yeah i just saw the rock and i was like there's no way that's real 
<laughs> if you're having cabin fever over the next couple of weeks, do the Antiques Roadshow guessing game and possibly the Antiques Roadshow drinking game because uh, you have nowhere to be the next day anyway. Um, <laughs> That's so, true. <laughs> uh, Sean, what is our next question? This is a great, easy question. What's your favorite song to sing? Well, washing your hands for 20 seconds. Oh, boy. It's usually... Hmm. I don't have like a specific song for listening for 20 seconds. Um, I'll go with uh, Dogs Like Socks by Psycho Stick because it's a minute and uh, and that's as close as I can think of for a 20 second song right now. <laughs> I'm a dog and I like socks. I like socks. I'm a dog. <laughs> Woof. I, I alternate between two. Um, the beginning parts of uh, uh, Welcome to the Black Parade. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the chorus line to the thong song. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only because Cisco did that on the internet. He washed his hands singing that part. And uh, so now okay. I'm like, if Cisco did it, I have to do it. Okay. Uh, Tim, what about you? Uh, I sing the chorus for Feeling Good as Hell twice. Is that that okay. uh, hair toss, blah, 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 baby, how you feeling? Feel good uh, as hell. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the Lizzo. Yeah, by Lizzo. Feel yeah, good so as I, hell. Primarily just because it's ironic because it starts with hair toss and clearly mm-hmm. I don't have hair to toss. <laughs> so it's funny. <laughs> I get um, it. I uh I today today I was singing so I sent a picture uh my my cats I let my cats in my office for a little bit today while I was working and I sent my wife a picture of the two of them just sitting across the office staring at me while I was on my laptop and she responded with um amended lyrics to uh, uh was every breath you take by the police and so I found myself then singing uh the the lines from the verse of every breath you take like every breath you take every and, and doing that all day when i was washing hands or going to the bathroom or anything like that because boy i have a bitch and singing voice when i'm in the bathroom let me tell you yeah it's beautiful uh Sean, did, did you say one uh no but i i just i really i i sang the intro to welcome to the black braid for a little while but i have like a this is like so lame, but I timed myself singing the ABCs and it was almost exactly 20 seconds. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do that. Cause it's like, I know if I sing the ABCs at this length of time, I'll have washed my hands for 20 seconds. And that's very mm. comforting to me. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I did that. I also, I, I would recommend everyone on top of the days invest in some hand lotion because my hands have been dry as hell for the last mm-hmm. like three weeks because I've been dry- washing them so much. Just like get some lotion, get some yeah. lotion there, so you don't okay. crack and start bleeding and stuff. A little lotion in the ocean, yeah, yeah, because yeah. if you're washing them the way you're supposed to, and you're not used to washing them for 20 seconds at a time, which I, I would imagine 95 percent of the population is not washing their hands for 20 seconds on an average day. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna tear up your hands a little bit. So uh, so that that's a good call. Get some lotion. Get some yeah. moisturizer. Yeah, exactly. Moisturize. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat it's yourself. This man, it's a pandemic. It's the little things in life. Exactly. Uh, what is what is our next question, Sean? Uh, Netflix Party is an app that synchronizes video playback and adds group chat to streaming content on Netflix. What other ways has technology helped you connect socially during the social distancing period? 
Well, we touched on this earlier uh, when I'm, I've, I've mentioned the Madden League that Sean and I are in uh, like seven or eight times already in this podcast. Uh, but to show you how how absolutely bored and crazy everybody is, uh, there's there's a option on PlayStation where you can have a party. Um, and essentially, it just means that everybody can join up, join the chat room, and one person can share what's on their screen so you can watch just like your friends play Madden. And whereas, like, obviously, you know, streaming video games has become a, a huge uh, industry, a huge economy uh, in the last couple of years, watching professionals play Madden or NBA 2K or Overwatch or or any number of games. Um, but it's a lot different when you're just watching a game and it's just your jackass friends playing Madden. Uh, <laughs> and that's what we wound up doing. I was on a chat. I wasn't even watching the game. But just because my, my wife was had to work on Saturday again, um, I just had the chat on for two people reacting to a game that I was not watching because I was fiddling around with my own team. And it was just like, oh, I'm just listening to other people's voices now. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but you have that flexibility. If, if you wanted to go on like they, they did it tonight in our league, if you want to just go on and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to chat with some friends, watch this Madden game, you know, talk some trash, you know, make, you know, have, crack some jokes. You can do that. It's and it's remarkably easy to do. So I, I will say that. Uh, what do you guys think? Hmm, I we have played D&D over the computer. OK, uh, Yes, we have. I I would like to get into Roll Twenty and figure out how that works and be able because I think that would be very very good. Oh yeah, what, it what seems is Roll Twenty? Like, Roll Twenty is a, it's something that existed before this, but it was a it's kind of like a suite of tools to play D and D digitally. So it has a built in like kind of like a Google Hangouts type situation where you can or like Zoom. I guess okay. yeah. like a conference call and you can also make maps so you can show them to everyone and it has dice rollers for you. So you can roll in front of everybody rather than rolling on the table in front of you and you can just lie. So it's like yeah. it keeps natural 20 every time. Exactly. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's just like somebody made basically somebody was like a lot of D and D players. There, there are a lot of D and D players, but it's sometimes very difficult to find them in your area. And it's sometimes very, it, it can be hard to go out and put yourself out there like that. So we have this resource that I've never, we've never had to use because we live close to each other, but uh, it would be nice to use that. And that's, so that's not something I use, but it's something I look forward to using, I think, in the future mm -hmm. to play mm -hmm. D&D. How about you, Tim? Uh, any piece of technology uh, help make things easier during this time? Uh, I mean, so far, the only one I've used is Google Hangouts and then doing Jackbox that way, uh, since you can, the controllers are more or less linked to a website um, through your phone. But I've, if I ever get back into Destiny 2, doing the partying up for raids and stuff like that, online multiplayer as much as possible. Honestly, that Roll20 sounds fucking awesome. If we can get that going, then like, Maybe I could be on one of Richie's campaigns, maybe kind of. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I I have to learn it first before um, I try to do more than one it. campaign in it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, since I just downloaded Steam onto my computer again, uh, get that tabletop simulator going. <laughs> Let's go. 
Yeah. Uh, Rich, what about you? Yeah. Uh, so besides D and D, I've been playing uh, Apex Legends with um, my sister's fiance and another buddy of mine, just like trying to like do something fresh and new. I don't play a lot of Apex, and I'd rather play with people I know than random people. Um, and yeah, just mostly trying to do stuff online with people and be in parties. So like, I would totally join your football party. Even if I'm playing Apex Legends or something, just to sit there and have people to talk to. Um, what is our next question? Um, so what the the next question is what does your go to cozy mug look like? Which I assume is just like because everyone has a favorite mug. You can pretend like you mm. don't, but you do. The mm. one that you're always gonna grab, especially when it's time to cozy up. And this is that time right now. It sure is. Mine's a uh, bottle Mike... of beer. <laughs> <laughs> On brand, as always. Yeah. Is it a bottle of beer that you pour into a mug? If you were going to pour it into a mug, what would it be? I wouldn't because that is so much extra processing and there's no God value forbid, add. Just go along with the question for once. <laughs> I refuse. Yes, and Tim. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Don't Jesus be a Christ. <laughs> Let's go to mug as a beer stein. <laughs> I don't have a beer style. It's, a, it's one of those boots child. from uh from the, the no, Hopper House. <laughs> it's Dot's boot from Hopper mug House. Is a bottle of Johnny Walker, just the whole bottle. Okay, we get it. Uh, Rich, what about you? That, Sean, my go-to mug is actually a Medieval Times beer stein that I use as a coffee mug. Oh, nice! It is huge, and it can hold so much coffee, but. I generally only put 10 ounces in there and it's like not even half full. <laughs> my, mine is one of two. So Tim, you, I believe you and Martha got this for, for my wife, Jenna. Uh, there's a Rick and Morty mug that I, that I end up using all the time because it's the biggest mug we have. So, uh, so I wind up putting a coffee in there. Um, and then, uh, but then my, 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 my go-to, my absolute favorite mug is I have a blue Mega Man mug, uh, is- that I use all the time. Is the Rick and Morty one the one that you fill up and suddenly there's cats all over the mug? Yes. Yeah, yes. It, it reacts to the heat and there's cats that just appear everywhere. For what reason, I can't imagine because I think cats have only played part in like like one Rick and Morty episode. So I don't know why there's suddenly cats on all of them. But yeah, listen, I'll there's take There's been it. too many. <laughs> uh, so Sean, many. What, what, what is your go-to cozy mug, Sean? Well, I, so I also have two. My one is is same reason. It's a big mug that I think Mary got me. And it's a Green Lantern mug, and when you fill it up, it goes from saying, like, Green Lantern, you have Hal Jordan flying, to it says Green Lantern core, and all of the Green Lanterns are flying behind Hal Jordan. It's very cool. That's really cool. Uh, My, the honorable mention is, I don't remember when, I think Jake was, like, seven, and for, I think, I'm going to say it was Father's Day, he might have been seven or eight. He got me a mug that he made and he like drew the picture on it and it says like best Sean ever. And, I was, and so that's Aww. my, that's my runner up mug. That's it's, it, it doesn't get a ton of use because I'm always like, I'm a little bit, I don't want to wash it too much because it'll get all like, you know, it'll, it'll eventually just be a white mug, but that's like, right. that's my runner up mug, my best Sean that's ever mug because I am Aww. the best Sean ever. <laughs> you are that the best Sean awesome. ever. Mm. That's nice. Right. I actually have a go-to bowl. You got it. I have I have a like a soup bowl that has handles on it, Ooh. and it's really tall. And I use that bowl for 
everything that requires a ball. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you, everybody has a favorites, whether it's a bowl, a mug, you know, favorite cup, you know, it, it's like you do seem to get like weird attachments to just random dishes in, in, in your house. And, you know, that's fine. You know what? Whatever, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Uh, what is our next question, Sean? Who was the last person you called? My supervisor. Uh, to argue go. about work. Where's my phone? Yeah, it was it was Mary for me. I mm-hmm. I know I know that. I don't really we don't it's it's weird though, because I assume this means like text call, but if you're talking like FaceTime, we FaceTimed with Mary's family for her brother Sean's birthday. Hmm. Uh it was recently, so we it was this weekend. So we FaceTimed with her family. And I don't remember if this was before or after we got the stay at home order. Okay. I think it was after. So we couldn't go anyway, but hmm. I was sick. So either way, we would have gone. Yeah. But, yeah. I think the last phone call, so it, it was, you know, it, it, it was my wife last night um, because she got called into work last night. Um, before that, uh, I actually had a conversation with my buddy Ryan yesterday. Um, it had just been a while since we talked. And he is, he is like the, the, the kind of guy that will just like periodically every four weeks just say, hey, let's talk. And then we'll call like five seconds later. Uh, and, uh, we talked for like 45 minutes. It was really nice. Uh, so that was, that was good. Uh, and, and, and this is really the opportunity to catch up either with, with old friends or to, to be, to be more in contact with family or friends that you don't, that you keep saying, oh, I'd like to talk to them more, or I really should talk to them more. This is, this is the opportunity to do that. Uh, because everybody's got weird ways in which this whole outbreak has affected them. Uh, and I think, you know, Humans, even the int- even the the most introverted among us, crave that kind of human connection. So th- yeah. this is a great time to mm-hmm. be doing that. Um, who was the last person that uh, uh, Rich said his boss? Uh, who was the last person that you talked to, Tim? I was waiting to see if he could figure out who hasn't answered the question yet. <laughs> everybody it's talked hard without, uh, without seeing everybody. Yeah, uh, I hate talking to people on the phone like as much as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. So the last. I thought it was Meineke, but then I realized my supervisor called me today to tell me, don't answer that email because you're going to be an angry asshole about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> you have somebody in your corner. Somebody who's looking out for you. Yeah. I mean, more or less, another an, another manager like tried to call me out on what he thought was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but everything I asked was accurate. The things you want me to do. I can't do until I get answers to the questions that I fucking asked you piece of shit. <laughs> so you need to offer probably... a plan. Cool. My plan for two pallets of shit mm-hmm. is very different than a plan for 20 pallets of shit. So my until plan I know is for what you I'm to eat my with, ass, <laughs> <laughs> just lick it. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably better that you didn't send that email. Yeah. yeah, I like had it all typed up in the most professional fuck you way, and then she's like, "Ignore it, please don't it, don't respond." I was like, "Okay." Did it end with <laughs> "Hope this helps"? Because that's the ultimate like passive aggressive bitchy thing to put in a corporate email is to end with "Hope this helps." <laughs> like, please don't bother me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more or less just said like, "Hey, I'm not sure what you thought my issue was. 
here was the point of my two questions. Mm-hmm. And if this is the answer I get, then this is the route I go. If this is the answer I get, then this is the route I go. You keep complaining about uh, double processing and wasting time. I was trying to avoid time wastage by answer, getting answers from the people who have them. Ta-da! Na 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 na. Fuck you. So like, I, so, like I said, everybody loves talking on the phone. Uh, so, please uh, make a human connection during this. <laughs> during this. <laughs> during this outbreak. Don't call me. Don't call <laughs> Tim. Don't call Tim, and especially don't call Tim's boss. Uh, what? Uh, how many questions do we have left, Sean? We have. We have two more. Okay. What do we got? The first, the penultimate question. Oh yeah. Uh, what games are the best to play with friends online? For example, Jackbox games, co-op beat-em-up games, virtual board games. And that was submitted by John Tursich. All right, John. All right. Um, I would say Jackbox games are probably not the best to play online. Um, They are. They're good to play, but you have to, like, set up. So we yeah. we played recently with... Emily and John, we played Jackbox games, but we had to, we had Emily on her laptop in a Zoom, we had a Zoom call with Emily's laptop and John's laptop, with John's laptop face at the screen, so that we could also see the screen. So we saw them and the screen, mm-hmm. but okay. like, it takes, you can't just play separately together. You have to, they, that requires a bit of setup. It is fun, but it's a bit yeah. of setup. Yeah, if you set it up that much, then yeah, it would be fun. I can see that. Uh-huh. Um, I think Mario Kart is probably one of the more fun games to play online with people. Yes, mm. mm-hmm. that was gonna be my answer. Um, as far as accessibility and still competitive, uh, you know, and and getting a lot of people involved, I think that's probably your best bet. Um, and, and on the Switch, I think like like Super Smash Brothers is also good, but if I'm not mistaken, you can still only play like one person. Like 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 per my console. wife and I can't go on and play Smash Brothers per console, so my wife and I can't go on at the same time and play a bunch of our friends. I'm but, so yeah, mad Mario about Kart, that. Yeah, but with Mario Kart, you can play. You know, me and my wife can go on, and then Tim and Martha can go on, and Sean and Mary, and yeah. and like where you know, we can get multiple people in on it. You can get up to twelve people, which is uh, which is really good. So that's huge. Yeah, huge. Uh, what do you recommend, Tim? Um, I mean, Jackbox, I've already mentioned it a couple times. But like mm. Sean said, like there's a lot of additional setup. When we played the other day, we had Google Hangouts, and somebody had their computer pointed at the TV, which you could kind of see most of what was on the TV. Couldn't really hear all of what was going on. So then it came down to you already know, have to know the game and hope you can answer the questions or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, honestly, Mario Kart's great. If you get that uh, chat thing where you can actually physically talk to everybody, or honestly, if you have a laptop, just do Google Hangouts or something like that, then it won't mm-hmm. hiccup in between everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, honestly, pick a multiplayer game, pick a third-party app with which to talk to all of said people. Done. Yeah. And t- Discord is good. Yes, yeah, Discord, Discord chat is good. Tim, you said you've been playing a lot of board games over the computer. Lately. I mean, I haven't yet. Okay. We 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 had, I wouldn't say poor social distancing because we had already seen Paul multiple times over the last couple of weeks. And it's like, cool, Paul hasn't really seen anyone else. So the only additional person he's interacting with is us. Uh, so he came over and we played Catan. But 
I am working on downloading Tabletop Simulator as has been recommended by uh, the good the my good buddies of After the Bar Acapella. All right. Okay. Yeah. No. I'll see. I mean, I'm gonna look into that because I I think we have to take we're all gonna have to take steps to incorporate this kind of stuff because I think a lot of times I'll see like Matt will put out like, Hey, who wants to play Mario Kart? And if, if I'm just like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. Um, my thought process, the, the backup is always like, I'll just see Matt in like a week when we record Brose or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think we have, we all are going to have to be more active about pursuing these other avenues. Like, okay, well we'll have a board game night, especially since we're stuck. We're not only stuck like we're stuck in our own homes with mm-hmm. two or three people that mm-hmm. it's so you you need to get exposure to other social groups yeah listen yeah. i love my wife and kids and i'm i'm not going to it's not going to be a, a chore to be with them but like i'm going to need to talk to other people you know that's just what? natural life like like yeah. it's just, you know like whether you live with somebody or you don't live with somebody like you're you, you you have to freshen up a little bit with other people and like that's how you, you your brain operates that's how your psyche operates um this is also a great time to figure out who like is actually like legitimately like you sean like hey you know i'm, I'm busy or hey you know i'll get back to this another time and who's just blowing you off because if you get somebody and you send out like a mass message like oh who wants to go on and play mario kart and somebody goes no nah, i'm going to the rangers game tonight troutman uh <laughs> then, then you know then you know that uh, somebody's fucking with you at that point Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking on Troutman, but he, I, he's a good guy. But, uh, but uh, Tim, did you already buy Board Game Simulator or Tabletop Simulator? No, because my wallet's not here and I don't have my credit card number memorized. So I mm. have it all filled out except for my credit card number. <laughs> the only part that they're interested in. The part well, where you yeah, right? <laughs> a four pack is only $60 as opposed to all four of us paying $20 for it. We can save 20 bucks or is 5 the- bucks. So what is, is I appreciate the you offering to buy that or is the four pack the game with like Bless. four of the DLCs? Bless. The four pack is four tabletop simulators. Mm. Oh, word. I believe. Then, well, that'd be uh, fine because then when t- when Tim goes on and buys the four pack, he'll send us each a code, and then we'll we'll, we'll all be able to play. <laughs> we'll discuss this after the recording. Yeah. See. Just want to say it's very generous of you to offer to do that, Tim. Uh, <laughs> what is our last question, Sean? The final question is, and I sent you in error the final question before the roadshow question. <laughs> it is, which of the coronavirus reward stickers have you all learned? And so the coronavirus reward stickers are, it is a picture that was provided. Uh, they were, it seems that they were created by Gemma Carell. Uh, and they are as follows. Washed my hands. Didn't hoard toilet paper. Didn't panic. Didn't touch my face. Checked in with loved ones. Maintained social distancing, and limited my exposure to the media. Hmm, a lot of good ones here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich, which one of you? Which ones of these stickers have you earned? Um, so I can say at least when I'm not in the house, I have washed my hands. I didn't hoard, hoard toilet paper. I don't touch my face. I maintain social con- distancing. Uh, pretty much all except checked in with loved ones and don't panic. Mm-hmm. I panicked a little bit over the past. <laughs> but 
as we've talked about with work and stuff, and then as well with this, it's kind of reasonable. But yeah, besides don't panic and check in with loved ones, which my loved ones check in with me generally, I guess. So I haven't really had a chance to text them first. Hmm. I um, contact with them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've done pretty good with most of them. Uh, what about you, Tim? Uh, honestly, the only two that I haven't earned is uh, maintain social distancing because at work, I kind of don't have a choice. Uh, and didn't touch my face because I constantly touch my face. I just don't touch orifices as much as possible, which is kind of the point. It's fine. It's nice that you finally decided to change that up and, and limit your touching of orifices. <laughs> but like literally as someone's complaining about, it, I never realized how much I touch my face. I'm leaning on my hand, scratching my cheek. <laughs> and then you're like rub- rubbing your ass as they were saying that. Like, yeah, geez, you shouldn't touch your face. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Sean, which one of these stickers have you earned? Um, I think most of them. I I mean, uh, I am very much. Mary and I have different philosophies when it comes to our exposure to the media, and I am very much like, I want to know the essential information. So I've watched like most of when the governor comes on and says like, this is what we're doing just because I want to know what I like, what our state's doing. And like, I'll watch part of the president's address is usually just the parts with the doctor. Um, <laughs> Anthony Fauci. Yeah, exactly. Cause I'm like, okay, this guy, at least I can, he's saying something. Whereas it, Trump will come up and it's pretty obvious. That he just says bullet points. Yeah. And it's just like, we're going to give all a- the Corona patients, all of the oil they could ever want. It's so great. Yeah. All the oil you could ever want. We've maxed out our oil reserves and that's what people with this deadly respiratory illness need. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And whenever I watch Trump, I just get mad because he keeps calling it the Chinese virus. And it's just like an obvious racist. Oh point. God. Like, it's so oh, frustrating. Man. I hate it. Uh, but see, that was like a 36 hour turnaround time on that because like normally there's like a couple days when you go from like the non-offensive thing to the slightly offensive thing to the really offensive thing. Yeah. And for him, it was like he was calling it the coronavirus. And then at one day he decided to call it the Chinese coronavirus. And then within like 36 hours, it was just the Chinese virus. Yeah, no, it's wild. And it's just an obvious like shallow dumb shit. A political reelected, whatever. Yeah. The virus is manipulating their currency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have not panicked except when i when i got sick like the first day i will admit that i that on that day i took my anxiety meds because i was like i understand that for me like i'm a relatively healthy not super healthy but relatively healthy young person even if it were to be the coronavirus i would be fine you know i would Mm -hmm. just be sick and then i'd move on with my life but i still had that like it could be terrible moment and i was like shit but Mm -hmm. i you know, I chilled out and I have at this point almost gotten over. I'll probably just have like a cough for the next two years or whatever, you know, whenever you get the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I have been good about everything else. So we out here limit your, ex- <laughs> everyone should limit their exposure, their exposure to the freaking media. It's, it's yeah. important. I, I can say at the beginning, I said, I certainly did not uh earn the limited my exposure to the media sticker um and for that reason i also didn't i also did not earn the didn't panic sticker uh because (laughs) like there's listen 
Twitter's the worst place for uh, in on an average day, but it's certainly bad now because it's just an endless stream of bad news. You log on in the middle of the day and it's just, you know, uh, you know, here's the number of cases that have arisen. Here's the, the mortality rate. You log on at the end of the day. Here's the new orders that have come from the governor's office of X, Y or Z state limiting, uh, you know, who can go to work, who can leave the house. You log on at seven in the morning. It's all the stock market people going, well, at least all our money's gone too. And like, <laughs> so like, it's just, it's just, you know, a nonstop stream of bad news. And listen, it is, in, it is absolutely important to keep informed and to, to do what you're doing, Sean, and, and, and keep abreast of, of the most significant changes without just succumbing to this spiral of here are all the worst possible scenarios that could be going on. Um, so I did panic a little bit. Uh, my, my wife works for a hospital. She's a clinical pharmacist. So I, I, I worry about that a lot. So I did panic a little bit because, I, I mean, candidly, there's a very good chance that she and I are both going to get this. Uh, so and that's not to be like sensationalist or anything. That's just kind of the odds uh, when when one of the people in your household works at the place where all of the sick people are. Yeah. Um, but, um, but you know, so there's, there's a little bit of panic with that, but I will tell you the ones that I have earned. Uh, I have washed my hands very thoroughly. Uh, I have checked in on loved ones. Uh, I did make a point to call, uh, both my parents and my grandparents this past weekend. Um, my grandparents both live my, my, both my grandmothers live in, in a senior community. So that's like the worst possible place for Corona to be. Uh, and, uh, my, they're, they're both doing just fine. They're both bored out of their skulls. Uh, my one grandmother did not adhere to social distancing and decided to go to the post office. And there was a minor meltdown at the uh, at the senior community when she got back and told them where she was. Uh, and uh, but I've I've checked in with loved ones, washed my hands, and I have done a pretty good job of maintaining social distancing. The only the only people I have come in direct contact with uh, over the last uh, two and a half or so weeks are my wife uh, and our two neighbors from across the street. Uh, that is the extent of my my social contact uh, in person over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ta-da. we did it guys we did it all the yeah. stickers yeah. all of the questions i would um, like just as as a quick like a little capper on this yeah. especially when it comes to media i think it's very important that everyone has a different threshold of how much they can consume and mm-hmm. not have it affect them but especially with the uh the 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 counts like the amount of infected uh you we need to to put a context on that tests weren't available for a very long time and so it should be expected that the number is going to increase greatly and that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a huge spike in the number of people who are being infected it just means that we know now that they were yeah. mm-hmm. so to I, I know that might not calm a lot of people but for mm-hmm. me that's relatively it's, it puts it in context, so it's it's a little bit less alarmist when you hear like the number went from sixty seven to three hundred and forty. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, but those two hundred some people just couldn't get tested. It's yeah, they weren't getting treated for it. Yeah, it's yeah, not that so. two hundred some people caught it last night. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so as a capper to this, I, I you know we we I, we're, we're done with questions. We're we're out of questions, right? We're out of questions. Huge huge thanks to everybody who submitted questions for for this sort of impromptu show. Um, we are running a little long, but I, that that's fine. This is a one off episode. This is kind of a a very special episode of Brose if we're going with the '90s sitcom parlance. <laughs> um, but um, but I I, I want to open up to everybody. You know, we usually end our shows with a hot take or some other some other reaction from one of us. 
I want to open the floor to everybody. If you've got one final thought or or what have you that you want to share with the audience or just get off your chest, um, you know, I'll, I'll allow you guys time to do that now. As the as the judge of Brose, I will allow <laughs> you to do that now. Well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, not oh, all man. at once guys yeah no <laughs> christ <laughs> well here's something that's been bothering me mm-hmm. and it just kind of i said a while ago that my kind of opinion is that individual people are dumb but like on the yes. whole we are fair we can we do we do great things as a group we are better than the sum of our parts and it it is very upsetting to see the small groups of people who just refuse to fucking like take the little bit of hit that they have to take. Like the, like that video that was circulating about people, you know, still going to spring break and being like, well, I don't understand why I shouldn't party. It's not, I'm, you know, I'm 21 mm-hmm. who gives a shit we like live fast, die young or whatever. Uh, but like, so it's very frustrating, but I would like to, it, it is also super heartening at the same time to see all of these Facebook groups spring up because people have been hoarding their groceries for no reason. We're like, you know, I have extra toilet paper. If you need it, you can come pick it up in my porch. I'll just give it to you. And you know, hospitals are, they don't have the masks. So you have people, you know, you have companies or what Christian Serrano or whatever. The mm-hmm. fashion designer was like, yeah, I have yes. a bunch of sewers, seamstresses, Seamster, I don't know, seamsters, they're seamsters. Seamstr- seamstress. <laughs> yeah, that that can, you know, we can sew them and, and did. And you have a bunch of people in their homes and people are sending out, you know, the how to make masks and people are doing that. And I think, I honestly think that's great. And that, that makes me super hopeful. It's like, not to be like, this is like 9-11, but like, I remember after 9-11, you had so many people coming together to help each other. Mm-hmm. And it is so nice to see when like shit is really hitting the fan. The majority of people are really out there to help everybody else through. And that's yeah. super great. And so my take, my take initially was going to just be like, fucking listen to people. And like, if your governor says, don't go out, don't fucking go out. My neighbors had a party like two days ago and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm really, really super stoked on how it it how everybody's really like stepping up to the plate and helping every helping other people where they can it's really really nice it's so good keep awesome. doing it everybody keep very kicking hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> kicking ass and taking names yeah. out here being keep on nice. keeping on uh well, well, rich don't, don't actually kick ass be like six feet away and fake yeah. kick that ass. Yeah, yeah. Just be like across the street going, I could kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Rich, any, any final thoughts? Uh, just stay inside as best as you can. <laughs> like, But specific be- to the coronavirus, Rich. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm so- that's what we're on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Not no. just Saturday night for everybody. You just stay inside. No, it's it I I don't I don't really know. Like I'm like I said earlier, I'm one that's in a constant panic state of both everything will be fine, but also at the same time, well, what if it isn't? And it's just listen to the government right now. I know we hate it, but listen <laughs> to the government. Stay inside. The the sooner we can get this done, sooner we can 
curve, uh, flatten the curve, the faster you can go out. Look, I've been talking to somebody for a month and a half now uh, that that we haven't even been able to go on a first date now because of any of this. Like, we're all like, uh, and I know that's a stupid sacrifice, but we're all making sacrifices. Every little bit, yeah. Like, just stay inside. Mm-hmm. You can find something to do. Nerds have been doing that forever. I've, I'm reading a book, which I never do. Just find something to do in your house. I, I do. I do admire uh, the the millennials and also uh, was it Gen Z is the generation behind us who for years have perfected the art of staying inside and doing nothing. Now <laughs> throwing a shit fit that they can't go outside. Um, yeah. No, that's 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 a good one. That, that's very good. Um, Tim, closing thoughts. Uh, pretty much what everybody else said, but I think my favorite thing that I've been seeing on, uh, I, I'm friends with a lot of older faculty from when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So seeing some of their posts of like loosely complaining about some of this stuff and then all of their friends commenting. So like somebody complaining about like, look at all these, uh, <laughs> miscategorizing, look at all these millennials at the beach drinking Corona's so disrespectful and the first comment is, uh, they're not millennials. And then all the other comments are like, these fucking snowflakes, no respect, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't think you know what a snowflake is. <laughs> snowflake. If anything, you're being the snowflake at the moment because, I mean, yeah. I mean, I drank a cor- my 100th beer for the year was a Corona Light on purpose. And uh, I got that so, entirely as a real joke. Quick shout out to Tim for having counted the number of beers he's had since the first day of the year. <laughs> oh, not the number, the the number of different beers. So I've definitely had more than a hundred, but uh, I've had a hundred. Don't know if I feel better about that. <laughs> it's been less I, than ninety days this year, everyone. Just <laughs> if you forgot, sick of this and forgot, there have not been ninety days this year. But Tim offered the clarification that it wasn't because he's only drank 100 beers. It's that he's drank 100 (laughs) types of beer. Does it make it better if I say I waited three weeks because that's when uh, the engineering supervisor told me about this whole thing? So you concentrated it to a short, like, seven-week, eight-week burst is what you're (laughs) saying. But uh, in my defense, he's at, like, 150 right now. So, like, clearly I'm not as bad. So you both have a problem is what you're saying. (laughs) Absolutely. Got it. All right. Degrees. Here's the thing about that. Millennials aren't at the beach drinking Coronas. Millennials are at the beach drinking Rosés. No, none of us are at the beach because we're all having existential dread, depressed, and paying off our student loans still. Yeah. The beach is too tiring. Yeah. (laughs) The beach is too tiring for millennials. We we don't want to do that anymore. Uh, My my, my final thought. uh, Do you have any more, Tim? Uh, Go Bernie. (laughs) <laughs> just just riding that horse until it dies um my, my, my closing thought is this i i put something similar to this on on twitter and facebook uh <clears throat> about a week ago um there is another there is another side to this not another like oh there's you know we got to hear both sides of the coronavirus but like there is a there's another side of this time period like there's another end to this there is sort of a, a to to use a poor term a light at the end of the tunnel Ultimately, things are going to be real rough and real scary for the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, but there is going to be a period where we're going to be okay. Like there's, there's another end to this in some way. 
Um, it's going to be very scary. And, and, and frankly, there's a lot of reason to be worried, uh, very valid reasons to be worried over the next couple of weeks. But if we, if we individually take the steps that we've outlined in this show and that many people smarter than us have outlined over the last couple of weeks, keep your social distance, wash your hands, uh, you know, try, try to help flatten the curve. You know, we can limit the damage that this does to our society. We can limit the number of our loved ones that are affected by this illness. You know, the, the economy is going to be really rough for the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Um, if we do what we can to, you know, again, prevent the spread of the illness, assist those who need help. If you have the means to assist people who are out of work or who are have limited work or, or something along those lines and are struggling to handle bills, you know, do what you can to help those people. Um, if we do that, we can limit the damage. Um, and ultimately, this problem, there are individual things that the, a lot of us can do, but it is okay to acknowledge that this is an issue that is bigger than any one of us. Um, you know, this is an issue that goes beyond, you know, all the social distancing that I individually do or that Rich does or Sean or, or Tim, you know, th there are certain elements of this that are out of our control and that's scary a little bit. Um, but give yourself permission, as, as we alluded to earlier, you know, don't bury yourself in bad news. Give yourself permission, give your psyche permission to, to take a breather every now and then, to, 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 to focus on something trivial like the award-winning birthday podcast or you know, do, focus on an activity that you like just to take your mind off of things a little bit, to preserve your mental health. And ultimately, if there is going to be a time when th this might fundamentally change our lives uh, in the way that, as Sean alluded to, a 9-11 did. You know, it might fundamentally, it, you know, very different events, obviously, but it might fundamentally change what our day-to-day -day lives are like. But there's going to be a time when we're not just stuck inside and dreading the next day or so. And it's going to happen. It's going to suck for a while, but we're going to be okay at the end. That is my message. Uh, go birds. <laughs> go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Um, that's all guys. Uh, Tim, if, if people want to find, uh, any of your takes or reactions to the, the world at large on Twitter, where can they find you at Tim R. Hansen? Uh, how about you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. How about you, Rich? At B underscore walnuts. And, uh, my Twitter handle is MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, the podcast, uh, is always available on Twitter at brose underscore podcast, uh, or on Facebook, just at brose podcast. You can listen to the show on any, uh, major podcasting platform, including Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, um, and anywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on a future episode of Brose, uh, one of our normal episodes of Brose, mm -hmm. uh, you can uh, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, especially now uh, as we, we tacked on uh, uh, more work uh, on this thing that we don't pay her for uh, <laughs> in order to get this episode ready on, on a moment's notice. Uh, Shannon Vogel for designing our, our well-known logo. Uh, her work is available at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook and on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. Uh, you can find his work on the free music archive. Uh, Rich, uh, you've been doing some remote pod quests as well, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, check out PodQuest, the uh, uh, weekly nerd roundtable where we talk about the, well, at this point, lack of news because everything's canceled the most part and what we do each week uh depending on when this comes out we'll be talking about uh animal crossing mm -hmm. yep yeah. big time animal crossing uh and i know i've been talking about it for weeks 
Persona 5 Royal comes out a week from tomorrow. March 31st. March 31st, baby. They just dropped new monsters in Monster Hunter, and Final Fantasy VII comes out in less than two weeks. Dude, PlayStation knows. PlayStation knows, man. Sony yeah. knows. They 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 know they, they know what they're doing. All right, guys, we did it. Uh, say goodbye to the Woo! listeners, everyone. Bye. Hasta la vista. Bye. No, Stop hacking <laughs> into the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Turn my face. I'm dying. God damn it. <laughs> Four. Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweeten, Tim Hansen, and the entire Action Moose team. My name is Matt Casnell, uh, wishing you all uh, to stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane, and as always, be smart about being stupid. Bye. We did it. Okay, give, give me one second. I'm, I'm going to step away for a second. I just heard a lot of bang somewhere in my house, and I just want to make sure it's not uh, an actual murder. Uh, and <laughs> okay. that Joe, be my cat Give me two seconds. Nah. My microphone doesn't want to stay still. Yeah. I just I started watching uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You just said JoJo, so I thought of it. And <laughs> is then, it bizarre? Uh, it is so weird. It's so good. It's for some reason for the first two seasons, every like I'm watching the dub and everyone has fake British accents. Oh no. For no reason. <laughs> it's so funny. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean they kind of set it up like it's taking place in like Victorian England. Well the first season does, but then the Ugh. second season takes place in America. Oh uh, where think. Yeah. See, I haven't watched it. I I was reading through like the different like story arcs when in manga like forever ago. Then yeah. I saw they were animating it. I was like, oh, I should watch this. And I started watching the first season. I was like, oh, this is so much more obnoxious animated than it was in text. It is. Yeah. It is so campy. I think it, it's you just me, have to like. Dio. Yeah, you thought you thought your first kiss would be with JoJo, but it was I, Dio. <laughs> so funny. Wow. I think it's so stupid. I love it. I think that's what I'm gonna watch after Altered Carbon. It's worth it. I was, I think I, I had watched something, and I was like, it, I watched like the death battle with JoJo and somebody else, and then it was, I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch that. That seems like a cool concept, and I heard it's weird and stupid, so I'll watch it. But the first two seasons are like very, biz- I don't know. It's 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 really weird, but it's worth watching if you like dumb, stupid anime. But, like, some of the stuff I've been seeing about the later seasons and, like, some of the characters, I was like, wait, it went from kind of sort of almost making sense to what the fuck is this? Yeah, it does not make any sense. It They, yeah. they fight a super smart gorilla at one point. It's weird. But it's good. I mean, I would re- I would recommend it. It is, I mean, like, the one thing is I can't watch it. Like, a lot of anime, I feel like I can watch, like, and J- if Jacob comes in, I'm, like, okay with it. But this is, like... A little not bit one more of adult. Those. No, this is not one of those. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my my cat knocked over a uh, bar stool, so uh, good stuff. <laughs> okay, go yeah. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are they are playing. They're they're playing, which means they're ruining our furniture. Um, so <laughs> oh boy. yeah. Um, Next let's question. leave all this in. Why the hell not? Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah.